no mob i hope this finds you well and i hope this meets you with love and honoring and celebration of who you are right now who you've been who you're being and who you're becoming and i hope you can make space in your world for your dreaming and for you to find the courage and the self-belief and the conviction that you're dreaming and that you're calling and the things that you want, want you as much as you want them and that you're making space for them to become possible for you, through you and by you. That's my, that's my journey to Black Belt World Champion is making space and surrendering to the fact that if I have this dream and this calling, that it's for a reason that it's for a reason because it wants me as much as I want it, that it's not just some selfish, egotistical thing. So I've been really making space this week or the last couple of weeks, particularly in the context of where I'm at and the reality of my life right now and how available jiu-jitsu is to me and in terms of like having somewhere to train, having the time to be able to train and do jiu-jitsu and having the financial resources to support me to have that time and those things while still being able to be Namika, run my businesses, do Kilana, be Anishan, all the things. And really going, is jiu-jitsu and the, and the journey to Black Belt World Champion worth it? What is it going to take? for that to even become possible. So like, what is it, what is it going to take to become a black belt world champion? And what resources do I need in my life in terms of time, money and training to be able to have that in my week to become the woman who can be competitive at a national international level while still being mum, while still being a successful businesswoman. And the last couple of weeks, I've really questioned whether it's even worth it. How am I going to do that thing? Because right now, it feels like it's doing more harm than good in my world and in my life. I have the options that are available to me to train jiu-jitsu in Mildura do not align with who I am and who I'm becoming. So... It's, and I don't like the options that I have right now. I'm like, but I just want this. So I'm being very stubborn and attached to what I want rather than what I have. And being able to go, okay, how do I move between, how do I build the bridge between and be willing to walk the journey between what I have and what I want in terms of a training environment and resources. And then the resources of time and finances to fund that training and that pathway in a way that honors my community stuff, that honors me and honors my, my family, my kids who are my priority and being able to show them that they're a priority. So just been asking this dreaming, why me? And how does this dreaming how does this dream walking in that direction of becoming a black belt world champion and what it's going to take to be the woman who can be competitive and become one of the best in Australia 
and win a black belt world title, how does that, yeah, that serves me, it activates me internally and it excites me. And yet right now my reality doesn't support that vision. The resources that I have doesn't support that vision. And how does me doing that add value and honour my children, my role as Namika, my role as Anishan? How does that add value to my culture, to the world? Like how does me being a a jiu-jitsu black belt female, black belt world champion, and going on that journey, walking the journey and travelling internationally to compete, competing in Australia, weekly training to condition the mind, the body, and my jiu-jitsu to be the person who can do that. How does that add value to my, I know how it adds value to me in my life in terms of like I get excited by jiu-jitsu, I can be fit and healthy, but how does that add value and honour and serve and resource my children, my culture, my community, the change I want to see in the world? These are the questions that I've been allowing to sit in my in my awareness, in my consciousness, so that I can find the conviction and the commitment to doing what I can that's within my control to make that possible. And then also surrendering and being obedient to that calling to go, if you want me to do this, if I'm the person to make this possible, if if you, my old people in the universe, want me to do this thing, then I'm trusting and, and surrendering to you that you will provide me with the time and the resources that allow that to become possible in a way that honors my children and my culture and my health and well-being. Just light questions, you know, you mob, like just just light questions every day, like how am I going to get the laundry done or the washing machine's broken down, how am I going to get a new washing machine? And I don't have the answer yet. And yet there's this resounding knowing and truth and calling to just trust that me walking the journey to becoming the person who can become the woman who can be a black belt world champion and win a black belt world title and be one of the best in the world in that moment and be the person who can do that thing is in service and honoring of all the other roles and the thing that I'm here to do even though I don't know how and I I don't know how I'm going to do it and I don't know how it's going to resource or impact those those other areas that are a priority to me. And yet the answer that keeps coming back in my body and in my spirit and from my old people is to just trust and show up, is to do the best I can with what I've got and trust that by walking towards that journey, that that dreaming, and weaving that into me being the best mum, best Namika that I can to making Kilana Foundation possible and becoming Ani Shan, not the managing director, that these other things will become possible by making space for that to become possible. And it's not about doing jiu-jitsu every day yet in this season. It's about going, what can I do to build the body, the mind and the woman that can be the person that that becomes possible through? So making space for this dreaming to be in my world and going right, rather than what I can't do, I've surrendered and I'm starting to own and become obedient that this is a pathway forward for me. This is a part of my dream walking, dream weaving. 
I am meant to be a black belt world champion. That is fact. That is a knowledge deep in my gut and in my spirit and in my calling. It is It is who I am called to be. It's not something I desire. It is, it is who I'm called to be. The next layer of the journey is accepting that and starting to become obedient and surrendering to that by going, this is my reality. This is my starting point. Where in my day and where in my week can I make time to develop and commit time to the development and the preparation of that dreaming of when that moment comes, I'm ready and prepared for it to become possible through me, by me and for me. And when I look at the world and I look at reality, do not look from my vantage point of going, I have, do not currently have the financial resources. I do not currently have the time resources and I do not currently have the jujitsu resources to do it at the level that I would want. And even right now, it doesn't feel like I've got the level to do it at all, the capability or capacity, but rather to breathe in and lean into that discomfort and look for what I can do and look at what is available to me rather than what I want to be available. It's allow that to be a driver. What I want to be available to me is a culture, a space and a coach where I can train jujitsu in Mildura on a daily basis that in a way in my week that complements the other areas of my life. I want that and I need that. And I don't have that right now. So how can I allow that need and that drive and that want to become something that moves me forward rather than becomes a blockage? And that's what I've been looking at with my dreaming and my my purpose is how do I allow the need and the drive and the want to become something that empowers me rather than blocks me? And meeting my reality and looking at how can I be resourceful and creative with what I have while I'm working towards being able to have what I want and need by meeting what I've got right now. So what does that look like? It means that I'm doing, I've joined a boxing club that I can do boxing that allows me to be in a martial arts environment and intention. I'm being in a, um, I've got a fitness, um, strength and conditioning coach and gym where I go, where they know I want to be a black belt world champion. So when I'm lifting weights and stuff, they're, they're supporting me by pushing me to go, Hey, we think you can do a little bit more or Hey, be smart. You've had a heavy week. You've got a lot going on right now. Just do this instead. And understanding how can I, in those, in those, in those training sessions, how can I do something that is not just body conditioning, but sports specific like mobility or ground-based movements, um, stra- a strength-based movement that's going to build the body that can become capable of being a black belt world champion. So I've just been allowing that that vision and that calling and that dreaming to go, if you really are meant for me and it's a part of my bigger calling of me wanting this also serves and honours um, the world and it becomes a part of my sacred dreaming, then how do I allow that to be the thing that guides me and how I set up my week, how I show up? Yesterday I went to, and I'll do a bigger yarn about this in the next podcast, in the Warrior Heart podcast, I 
am a part of Erica Kramer's Queen of Confidence Sisterhood. And yesterday we had the Creating Your Alter She Go. So it was about creating space to understand who I'm being. And one of the things that are serving me in that being and what are the things that are getting in the way of who I'm called to be. And she created it, um, Erica and Hamish uh, created it from like Beyonce's persona of Beyonce herself is a girl who grew up as in a church, as being a Southern good girl, and that was her identity and that's what shaped her. And yet Beyonce also has Sasha Fierce, who she becomes when she's on the stage. And by having Sasha Fierce, she's able to do the the dance moves that sing the songs and create the lyrics that she does that when you look at that that is in opposition to the church conditioning the southern good girl conditioning that she's had and she's able to be both and they coexist together so when we were looking at what is your creating your alter ego or alter creating this other part of yourself that gives you permission to be your higher self your most confident powerful potential self that if you are just who you believe yourself to be, you might not be able to step into that. You go, I can't do that or I can't be that person because. So rather than allowing that to stop you, it's like, okay, who would I need to become in order to be the person who can do that thing that I'm called to do, whether it be a singing, starting a business, having that difficult conversation. And it was like identifying the things of who that person is. What does she wear? How does she feel? What are her values? How does she show up in the world? And that's what I really made space for is going and the truth settled in my soul and in my body. Like it wasn't my head, it was my heart and it was my body. That me being a black belt world champion is who I meant to, it's a part of who I meant to be in the world. That is one alter shego that I meant to be, the Barkindji warrior, the warrior heart. Because by being her, that honors and serves the change that I'm here to do in the world. And that honors and serves by me being her, it honors and serves and is a role model and is a light and is a possibility for my children, for my culture, for the women and girls, for the youth that I work with through Kilalana. And yet getting to know her, getting to know who she is, that's what I've been sitting with is how can I make space for that dreaming to become possible through me, by me and for me, but just allowing it to settle in my nervous system that this is a pathway forward. It is not just an ego goal that this is a pathway, a vehicle for me to show up and be of service to the world through who I'm being by, by going towards and surrendering that I'm becoming and I'm going to be a black belt world champion and doing the the things that are going to make that possible that's going to allow me to be and become the person who can take care of my family who can be staunch and strong in her culture who is serving through her power and her potential from the foundations of her culture her wealth and her wellness And I'm just making space for what, understanding what that is, what does it look like and allowing that to be my truth and why that dreaming matters and how does that dreaming allow me to serve myself and take care of myself and how does that honour and serve and take care of my family, my culture and the bigger thing that I'm here to do. I don't have the answer for that yet. I don't have the full 
description and development of my alter ego, the Barkindji warrior. I used to have her. That's how I went from suicide to world champion. Now she's growing and emerging and transforming and being reborn into who is the Barkindji warrior that is going to become the black belt world champion. And not just one, but three times that, that feels true right now. That just landed in me that I'm going to be a three time black belt world champion, the Barkindji warrior, the three time black belt world champion. The story from zero to 40 is suicide to world champion. This journey from 40 onwards is the journey to becoming a black belt is the first chapter, part one. Part two is journey to black belt world champion one, two, and three. And here's the thing. My jujitsu has been in three, three books. The first book was 19 when I started jujitsu and I was getting into fights and I used jujitsu as a and martial arts as a vehicle to channel my aggression, to channel my pain. And the dreaming and the vision was to become an MMA fighter. And I trained for that. And then I fell pregnant with Nacinta and I stopped and I just allowed jujitsu to become a martial arts to become something that I did occasionally for fitness. That was the first book. The second book was going from suicide to world champion was the depths of my darkness of where I was in the midst of my postpartum psychosis and I was and I ended up hurting my daughter and I tried to take my own life. And jiu-jitsu became a vehicle for me to heal and find a pathway back to myself and back to my culture. And competing just became a vehicle for me to practice that healing. Winning three world titles was my playtime. In comparison to healing my trauma, in, in comparison to healing my postpartum psychosis without the help of professionals, Western professionals and psychology and doctors, because the reality was that I was at risk of losing my kids by allowing that to be there. Um, it was playtime in comparison to building a business and having the courage to start a business because I have this vision of how do I take care of my family and how do I fund my jiu-jitsu and how do those things coexist and using entrepreneurship and business as a vehicle to do that. Showing up and recognizing that my trauma and dysfunction has harmed my children, that I've been in relationships and spaces that no longer honor and support who I'm being and who I'm called to become, that I've been romanticizing my reality and I haven't been meeting the facts. I haven't been accountable and responsible for who I'm being in the world and how and the life that I've created and where I've how where I've ended up and where I'm starting from. So allowing that to all exist in going, how does me becoming a black belt world champion meet all of that reality? And who do I need to become? Who is my Barkindji warrior? Who is she? Because that was that was the second season, that was the second book of going from suicide to world champion. And the fact that out of that book, winning three world titles was my playtime because it allowed me to travel and it allowed me to do jujitsu. It became something that my entire family did. (sighs) 
and it's time to close that chapter, that book. It's That second book is done. It's now time to move into the third book of my, this isn't a chapter, this is a whole new book. This is the third book evolution of my journey that I am now becoming someone entirely new. There is a whole transcendence, transformation, emerging, evolving. No, this isn't even an evolution. This is the seed, the seed that is that is now taking root in me, that is now breaking open and the becoming of Chantel Thompson, the Barkindji warrior, the black belt, who is on the journey to becoming a black belt who is capable of being and winning a three black belt world titles is completely new. But that seed has been born from the tree and the fruit of my previous seasons. So this is an entirely new book. This is an entirely new season and self that is emerging and it feels vulnerable. It feels tender. I don't know how to be her. I don't know who she is yet. And yet today, four days before my 40th birthday, as I enter into the final days of my 30s, I'm making space to be and become her now by asking her, what would a black belt world champion do in this moment? What would a cultured warrior woman, a bargaining yimpa matriarch who is strong in culture and women's, women's business and sacred knowledge and culture and language do in this moment? What would Namika, who is connected to her children, who has a healthy, respectful, connected relationship with her children do? Who would she be? What choices would she make? What's her mindset? How is she showing up? Who is Anishana in Kilalana and how does she show up in a way that shows up that Kilalana is available and possible, but she's not the person who is holding it all. She's the founder and she's Anishan and she works with a team of people who make that space possible for our youth to come to, for them to become possible through their own being in that space. Who is the Indigi millionaire? The woman who is a millionaire and who is a philanthropist and is living life on her terms through self-determination and sovereignty and freedom and is able to be the change she wants to see in the world and fund the change that she wants to see in the world. That's what I'm making space for is going through walking this journey to black belt and becoming a black belt world champion. I'm understanding who are all of those women and how do they weave into who I am now so that when I'm being Namika, who is she? When I'm being the Barkindji warrior, who is she? When I'm being Anishan, who is she? When I'm being Kilalana and the Indigi millionaire, who is she? And what is the coil of all of those things? Who is the seed of all of that? That is Mani. That is my name for her. Mani Shan. Mani in Barkindji means gathering. It means to bring together. And that's who I'm being in this season is the woman who can bring all of that together, who can be all of that, those individual things, and then also be the woman who can bring that together and weave that together so that my dreaming also becomes a sacred dreaming. So getting to know my dreaming 
and getting to know what is my ancestral dreaming, my sacred dreaming, that through my becoming and my being, that is the work of this season so that I can become the person who honors my sacred dreaming and the change that I'm here to do. And the work is being able to articulate what that is and allow the dreaming to land in my soul and be articulated onto paper through me so I can build the roadmap, the business plan and the strategy for that to become possible so that each day and each moment I'm taking the steps and doing the work from the mindset and from the intention and the energy of that being possible, of me being obedient and in surrender to that. So this is why I'm making space and the answer is yes, that my dreaming of being and becoming a black belt world champion and being the person who can do that is a part of the foundations and the vehicle for my dreaming and my sacred dreaming to become possible by, through and for me and in an act of co-creation and obedience to my dreaming and to my old people and to the universe that by me showing up and playing my part, that they will show up and do their part and it will all become possible by me, through me and for me. Here's to the journey of becoming a black belt and then the journey of becoming a black belt world champion in a way that honors my health, that honors my wealth and my wellness and serves my children my culture, my being and the change that I'm here to be and do in the world. Big love you, mob. If you have any reflections or this has landed for you in some way, please reach out and let me know. I would love to know what you took away from this. Uh, And if you feel called to and you feel it would be a valuable service to someone else, please pass this on to um, someone that you think will benefit or share it. And if you have any feedback, please reach out and let me know. And thank you for gifting me your ears, your time and your energy. Big love you, mob.